Welcome to the Motherhood Calling Over Chaos podcast, where we aim to provide encouragement with real life context and lots of laughs, all while sharing what God is doing in us and through us as new moms. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Motherhood Calling Over Chaos podcast. We're so excited to jump into today's conversation. This is like a two-parter, three-parter. This We're is gonna back. Be a, this is going to be a trilogy. <laughs> Maybe even a, what's, a, what's past a trilogy? Quadruple? A quadruple? A, a, quadru- a, a, a quad? <laughs> And we're back. We took a week off. I know. We're we're back and we're back in person. Yes. Oh my gosh. We had like a month apart and we were doing kind of virtual recording and Zoom virtual. We, we made FaceTime. it work. Yeah, we it made wasn't it perfect, work. <laughs> but we made it work in that season and so, it honestly feels like we haven't recorded in forever because it does, yeah. it's been a minute since we've gotten to be back in person. So That's true. That's true. We've had a lot of fun. We've just been like shooting the breeze for the past two hours and now we're finally like sitting (laughs) down (laughs) and like we should probably record our podcast so yes this is a two-parter going probably into a trilogy probably into a quad yeah talking about the this's and the that's of motherhood motherhood parenting decisions all of that so if you haven't listened to part one definitely go do that we talk about breastfeeding versus formula uh, daycare um, and working from home uh, or keeping your child at home yes with you. home remedies um versus modern modern medicine, medicine. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we go into all of those things and today we're going to talk about a few more things but before we do that we get to do our mom picks of Yay. course because you guys know that that's how we start things right yes. <laughs> hopefully y'all are like taking our suggestions and trying them out trying them out seeing if they work for you yeah and if you have i mean tag us because i want to see like yeah you never i think moms always like suggest different things and you never know if they take your suggestion exactly exactly it's not unsolicited advice though y'all we're not going there (laughs) (laughs) we're just letting y'all know the things that we have tried yes exactly it's something that worked for us for sure (laughs) and a lot of times this is like the second or third try oh the yes same, the same thing you're not right? hearing our mom pick prior to because it's not our pick like it didn't work out so we're telling you what has worked yes. for our little ones exactly. so what's your mom pick this week ash so my mom pick this week is actually um i know kind of talked about last episode we've been having a fighting a diaper rash with math mm-hmm. um and so now it's test and tried and we're giving it the okay at this point um we have been using the aquifer um diaper cream okay and then also the baby bum diaper cream brush i saw that and i registered for it (laughs) thinking like this is so cool um and i i think like i've heard so many people say like you don't need that like just use your fingers but That's who, wrong. who wants to put their finger in between their, you know, baby's butt? Like after you just cleaned out the Yeah. <laughs> like I don't I mean, I will, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to. So it's like when you know that you have like a, a tool that just makes things easier, it yeah. just glides on with that spatula, I just smack it on there <laughs> and just rub it everywhere with that thing and then clean it and we're good. Like I mean it just makes it everything so much yeah. easier. Um but also with the Aquaphor, uh, I I feel like we we actually used Destin before too, and mm-hmm. this is just 
giving two different types. We used Destin and I feel like it was a little bit, um, not clumpy, but it was a little harder to um, maneuver and it doesn't slide on as smoothly as aquaphor. Okay. So you kind of just have to like press into it and then smooth it out. Um, whereas the aquifer just glides like it's very easy. easy, glides on, smooths everywhere. You just slap it on And there. is it a little bit more of a like natural product than Destin too? I don't know the ingredients or anything in Destin, but um, are they I, both pretty? I think both... Ha the main ingredient is zinc oxide, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken, for um, like that's what they recommend if you're treating the diaper rash. Mm -hmm. And so both have that. So I don't know what may would make it more natural. Gotcha. But um, the Aquaphor was actually recommended to me by another mom. So I always had it on hand. Um, but then Destin, we did get for, um, I think it was in a gift or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and so... The aquaphor we used off and on just when we would see a little bit of redness. But then um, when the PD was like telling us how to treat it, she was like, if you have Destin at home, use that. And I was like, okay, we have Destin. Does that work better than you? She was like, oh, it's just what I use. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we can use that too. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started using the Destin. And I just realized it was not like going on as smooth. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my Aquaphor. Especially <laughs> like when they the get at ingredient. this age because I'm sure Mav's doing it. But Jaden <laughs> is like, I'm going to turn over. I'm going like, to my leg. Like you have to like exactly. hold them down to like change yes. their diaper. Anything yes. that's easier for sure. Yes. And then of course it's uncomfortable. So he was really fine. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so the Aquaphor just went on a lot smoother, a lot easier um, than the Destin. So we've just stuck with that. And it's really, really helped clear it up pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, that's definitely my mom pick. Along with the baby bum brush, you definitely need that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I've done it a few times with my finger. And I'm like, man, this is not the business. Like, <laughs> Where's my spackle at? <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> So I definitely recommend both of those. It's like a combo thing. You got to get both. <laughs> what about you, Kayla? What's yours? So mine is the Philips Avent Straw. Wait. The Philips Avent My Bendy Straw Cup. Okay. okay. My Bendy Straw Cup. So so uh, we've been trying to work with Jaden probably for the past three or four months on mm -hmm. Sippy Cup. Mm -hmm. um, doctor, I think at his six-month appointment said, you know, he can start trying water more mm -hmm. for practice than anything but yeah. he, and it's very little like you can only have like i think two to i think maybe two ounces if, if maybe a little bit more i don't remember yeah. but um definitely wasn't drinking that because he wasn't getting the straw cup so we went with this we decided to go with a straw cup um because there's lots of different avenues you can go Tons as far as a sippy cups. cup yeah. so we chose to do a straw cup um just heard that that was better for baby um they're one they're learning how to use a straw at a younger age and mm -hmm. then two supposedly it's better for speech as well and mm -hmm. so i was like okay um but the i guess the con if you will is that it's a little more challenging so yeah. you do have to work with them to get to teach them to use it and there's different tricks and methods that you can use well the first um straw cup that we had just was not doing it like i yeah. kept working with him on the different you know methods using like a real straw and like you know sucking out the water with my finger and mm -hmm. trying to put it in his mouth um, I think he maybe got it once with the sippy cup and then um, so I was like okay what other cups are out there like straw cup yeah. wise because I still wanted to do the straw cup mm -hmm. um, and so was looking and found came across the Philips Avent that a lot of people were suggesting mm -hmm. and got got so got those and 
to put it out there. It seems like they're sold out for some reason in a lot of stores. <laughs> I don't know why that is, um, but hopefully they're back in stock soon. Maybe it's just yeah. really popular. I don't yeah. know. Um, but I finally got mine. And it's funny because when I first gave it to Jaden, I was doing dishes in the kitchen and Jaden was just hanging around my feet and I was like, here, take, you know, take your sippy cup and, you know, play mm-hmm. with it. And I hear like a sucking and I look down and little man is just <laughs> like George, he's going it. to town on his <laughs> sippy cup. And I'm like, wow, like he's got it. And so, yeah, I like huge. I'm like definitely advocating for this uh sippy cup straw yeah. this phillips avent my bendy straw cup he got it like within a week um i you know i still hold it for him to drink but now i think he's actually starting to recognize mm-hmm. like oh i can get a drink out of this thing yeah. um and he'll grab he'll sometimes grab it himself still like learning how to maneuver mm-hmm. it with his hands and stuff but he's doing really great with it Good. so definitely recommend that as a top mom pick for sure i think it's crazy that you know it's like you had two of the same or tried another sippy cup it's still the same concept but there's something different about the second yeah. sippy cup that he just got mm-hmm. you know and i feel like with a lot of the mom picks like that's it's trial and error yeah. for for sure, but there's no right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, one just literally might work better for your child. Yeah. Whereas the other setup, which is still a sippy cup or a sippy cup with a straw, just, you know, he just didn't, for some reason, just didn't like. Yeah. You know? And the sippy cup I was using first, it was it was the Munchkin sippy cup. It had mm-hmm. a weighted straw. And it's funny because that actually is up there too, as far as a recommendation mm-hmm. for a straw mm-hmm. sippy cup. They say the weight, the weight on the straw is supposed to help, um, but it just wasn't. Like yeah. Jaden was just not getting it. And, you know, the, the straw coming out of the cup is a little bit longer. Um, so I don't know if that had something to do with it. The Phillips yeah. one is a little bit of a shorter straw. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. No, but I was just glad that we finally like found something that worked for him. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, I'm happy we're dating. Yay! <laughs> Jaden, now you can drink your water. I know. So how's your week been? I mean, it's just okay. The weather's crazy. Eh? The weather's crazy. Other <laughs> <What is> than that, <laughs> uh, week has been good. Jaden is, um, you know, officially in his helmet. Uh, adjusted like he's been adjusting so great I'm so proud of him been sleeping in it great however he got like a double whammy because he is popping his top two teeth um yeah so yeah so poor little guy like got this helmet got his teeth coming in he's just like why yeah all at once yeah and it's funny because you know I've been I remember texting you. I'm like, I feel like I always think Jaden's teething. <laughs> like, he's fussy. He must be teething. <laughs> and like, but he hasn't been like popping any teeth. And so I was changing him and I just noticed, I was like, your gums look weird. Like, they just looked bigger, like swollen. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting you and I'm like, hey, yeah. like, Jaden's gums look like kind of weird, like swollen. I know I always think he's teething, but like, do you, like, is that kind of what Mavs mm-hmm. looked like before, mm-hmm. like, they started teething? And you could see the one tooth. He sent me that picture. And you yeah. You could see the, one of the teeth. Yeah, like, coming, you could see the little white through. spot. Yeah. yeah. 
So, um, yeah, sure enough, and I think one of them has officially, like, broken through, but the other one is still making its way through. So he's a oh, poor guy, and oh. I think this seems a little bit worse than the first set that came in. Um, so I'm, I'm, And this is the top two, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this definitely seems rougher than the, mm-hmm. the bottom two that came in, so oh. hopefully that'll be broken in soon. But yeah. So he's been a little bit extra fussy, extra clingy. Um, but aside from that, like it's been a good, it's been an okay week. I'm glad the weekend's here. Um, yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, this week was kind of crazy, not, uh, with math, but just work wise, mm-hmm. it was very, very hectic. Um, some things are changing, so I don't know, we might have some, um, momming parenting decisions to make here pretty soon, which I'll probably share, uh, once we kind of see how everything plays out. Sure. But, um, yeah, work was just crazy. Um, Mav is just all over the place. And I mean, he just makes a fool of me, like on a daily basis. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, oh, mom, you childproof this. <laughs> Let me knock everything down. Like, it's just a running joke at this point. Like, um, I have gotten to the point where I am okay with just resetting our space every night and just like picking up his toys, fixing things and, um, knowing that in the daytime it's going to be a wreck, you know, and it's just going to look like that. Um, so I, I've finally become comfortable with like, okay, it's just going to look like that. It's okay. Once he goes to bed, I'll clear up the space or, you know, Brandon will clear up the space and then we start over again, you know? And, um, for a while I felt like that was kind of causing me some anxiety, like the space being like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, you know, I, there's just no way to stop him. Like he's crawling, he's pulling himself up on things and Jaden too. Our, so our boys, uh, just turned Jaden is actually nine mm-hmm. months today yes, as we're recording and Matt months, turned yes. nine uh, months this past week, week. Yeah. yeah so they're both like yeah Jaden too he start he just started like pulling himself mm-hmm. up on stuff mm-hmm. um he's crawling into everything anything that's not his like he wants and yeah. i'm like you have all <laughs> oh, these toys that colorful toy oh, i don't want that yeah i want all the stuff that you keep up higher or put away <laughs> or that are really is really small on the ground and i'm gonna put it in my mouth like yes. <laughs> yeah it's yeah they definitely are just into everything yeah for sure so, you know i mean it's a little bit of adjustment uh, for brandon and i you know it was just us before and so any mess that was there like we knew one of us did it mm-hmm. and one of us would clean it up so now we have our now little, you to blame mav yeah Even if you our did little it, you're third like, person it. now <laughs> <laughs> we just blame mav for everything oh the laundry's not done mav mav, mav. <laughs> Get this laundry done. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, it's just a, a little bit of a learning curve and getting used to. Um, but I'm definitely feeling a little bit better about it at this yeah. point. You know, just realizing that it, it yeah, I think comes it's just with a, a mental Yeah, it's just a mental shift of just like, this is what my life is like now. Yeah. Like, and it'll get better. I think as they get older, you can start teaching them to put away their things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this meme and this is, it, I thought it was so funny because... <laughs> It was like a mom, a reel, I think, an Instagram reel, and it was a mom who had like an aesthetic house. I don't know if you've seen that one. I don't think so. She had like an aesthetic house, right? So it's like all clean and crisp and all white, everything, and it said, 
uh, when I have kids, I'm not going to have all those colorful, bright colored toys everywhere. <laughs> and then it shows her like, you know, the next clip is like her with her kid and all these bright colored toys <laughs> everywhere. And I'm like, that's exactly how it ended up. Like you, you don't expect to have all of these, you know, things like toys and stuff. And you're like, oh, my space is going to be kept clean. And we're, you know, I'm. I'm on this routine or whatever of doing. Uh-huh. Um, and then when they come into the picture, you're like, man, I, I, whatever keeps you busy, like, yeah. you need that toy. You know, I'm going to give you this toy to play with. You're not going to. He was the, my birthday gift you got me, the, mm-hmm, in the bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was like obsessed with that bag for like ever. So I'm like, this is your new toy. Like, that's, <laughs> that is fine with me. Like, oh, you like that bag? <laughs> you like that bag? Going to keep you busy? All right. You can have it. Like, yeah. You're like, you don't expect them to be you know to pull out 50 toys at one time because they're only one kid but that's what they will yeah and I think I think that's a good like nobody told me right like I think you know as moms as women like keeping our house like clean and looking Mm -hmm. adult like Mm -hmm. is important to us and you know we think like oh I'm not gonna have all this stuff like I remember when we got Jaden's high chair like I picked it out for our registry and I think Chris is like, eh, I don't know. And then, like, he more, more wanted, like, a plain one. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, I want this cute fox one. It's so cute for him. It's, like, adorable. <laughs> and now that we have it, like, I'm kind of like, I wish we got a plain one. Because <laughs> it's like we already have all these, like, other toys that are out everywhere. Uh-huh, and at uh-huh. least if we had, like, a plain, like, high chair, it would look aesthetically pleasing like in our <laughs> dining area now we just have like this fox set up like, yeah next to our chairs like you can't get away from it you yeah know? and it's it's fine when it comes down to it but yeah i just thought it was hilarious because that's i was like that was me i thought i was gonna be able to keep a clean house mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was clean for like the first five months but uh no, at this no. point uh-uh. <laughs> Choose your battles. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So let's get into this. All right, we've got a few more this and that, this mm-hmm. or that's um, that are pretty high up there also. I mean, pretty much all of our this or that's mm-hmm. are, are um, hot topics that people yeah. go back and forth about. So, For sure. Yeah, let's so get into So the first one. one that we have uh, would be passy or no passy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So lots of you know pros and cons to either choice right like yeah. i think big pro is soothing like yeah, baby's soothing crying noise. give him mm-hmm. a pat give him a passy um i've heard it helps with teething um i think that it's like comforting with teething yeah sometimes some of them are made where you can like put water in it and mm-hmm. then freeze yeah. it so it's like a it's like a chilled teether mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah i've heard that. um con would be i've I've heard that, well, one, habit, like you have to break the habit. Yeah. Uh, and two, I've heard that they can kind of mess up teeth sometimes. I know that they sometimes make special ones now that are yeah. dentist approved, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. those are a couple of cons. So um, I know for us, we actually didn't cho- get to choose. Jaden chose for himself. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I had no problem giving him a passy. Um, you know, if that's going to soothe him, like, by all means. Yeah. Um, but he just never took one. Yeah. Never wanted it. Um, he would just, like, kind of gnaw on it um, a lot, and it would fall out, but he never, like, sucked it. Uh, Chris makes a joke that he was like, this doesn't have any milk in it. Get this out of here. <laughs> He's like, I don't want this thing. Get it out. Um, so he just never took one. Um, yeah. I had no problem giving it to him, but I didn't have to make that choice. So, I mean, sometimes I'm like, man, like, why don't you take a passy? Like, I'd love to give you one to, like, you know, if you just calm you down. Like, especially, like, in the car, right? When they're, you know, crying, yeah. you can't do anything. Um, but, 
pro is I don't have to break that habit now. Like I, I tell true. people that like he never took one and they're like, oh, you're probably lucky. Like, yeah. cause you don't have to worry about breaking the habit. Yeah. Um, I thought I might have like a thumb sucker, but he's done that like a couple times, but doesn't mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. do that too much either yet anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What about you guys? So for Mav, um, we actually did not want to do a pass. Okay. Yeah, to begin with. and um, Is that because you didn't want to break the habit or what was the reason? Yeah, we just didn't want him to be attached to mm-hmm. it. And um, when <laughs> I remember when we were in the hospital still. So we were in the hospital for a week and mm-hmm. um, we did opt to get Mav circumcised. And they gave him a passy when they yes, circumcised him. you. <laughs> yeah. But they just put like a little sugar water in, in there to um, distract him. So they do it like fairly quickly. Like it's less than 10 minute procedure. Um, so they give him the passy with a little sugar water in there um, to, to use as a distraction. And so when they brought him to us afterwards, there was a passy in his bassinet. And so I was like, where did this passy come from? And she was like, oh, they just used that for the circumcision. I was like, oh, okay. And Brandon was like, oh, they're not giving this to him all the time. And she was like, no, no, no. They just gave it to him for strictly that. You know, if you guys take it out of there, they he doesn't get a passy in the nursery. Okay. And so I was like, oh, okay. You know, that that's fine. So, yeah. So we took it out of there. Um, now, once we got home, we definitely, I'm not going to lie, we tried a passy, and that was just when we were trying to figure everything out, um, and we offered it to him, but he actually did not want it. He did not like the passy. He would take it sometimes at night, but he would spit it back out. Yeah, you that's, know? What, that's how Jaden was. Yeah, and so at that point, you know, we did it maybe for a couple nights straight, and he would just spit it out. He did not want to keep it in there. Um, and then we just, we were like, okay, this just isn't your thing. Uh, which unfortunately we had like 50 million passies. Same. Oh my gosh. And I'm so mad because like I took them all out before Jaden was born and I desensitized them. And I'm like, so pro tip, uh, moms, like pro tip, maybe do, maybe do one or two and keep the rest and you can gift Um, them. You can return them. Yes, exactly. Gift them to somebody else. If you have multiples of the same kind, maybe open one of them because yeah, we did the same thing. We cleaned and sanitized all of them. I have a basket full of passies that he has not used. Exactly. So yeah, the pro tip, don't do that. (laughs) Do not learn from our mistakes. Um, Yeah. So I think uh, with the passies, it was just a matter of he didn't take it, you know, And, and he kind of made that decision for us, so um, that made it a little bit easier. Someone is here. You guys <laughs> just heard the bell ring. I think that is our Whataburger. <laughs> our uh, order. <laughs> our order is here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, we talk about these things, and mm-hmm. it's really to, like, again, we always say, like, there's no right or wrong. Like, yeah, whatever is best for you as a mom for your family, for your baby. So if mm-hmm. that means giving them a passy so you can get some peace of mind and mm-hmm. deal with no crying for mm-hmm. a little bit, like by all means, give yeah. them that passy, girl. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, if you feel better about not giving them the passy so you don't have to break the habit, mm-hmm. um, that's okay too. Or yep. maybe, hey, maybe baby will just make your just make life a little easier. and Yeah, make the decision yeah. for you. And I, I think what's important too is learning how to read those cues. You know, in the very beginning, they don't cue you that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, besides besides crying to because they pooped, 
because they're hungry, because they're uncomfortable. Um, you know, those are the basic cues, but you start to get to uh, read those cues because they sound different as they get mm-hmm. older. Um, and just learning to read like, okay, he doesn't want the passy, so I'm not going to keep offering it, yeah. you know? And, um, and I mean, sometimes you offer it for a while and then you they really say they really start to say no to you. Like, I told you I didn't want. That. Yeah, like you, you start to learn. Like no, they do not like that at all. But um, yeah, I think you get used to to reading, <laughs> reading and reading them better. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about sleeping because that is an important yeah, as a new parent. Very important. Very, so very important. co-sleeping or bassinet or crib Mm -hmm. in your room Mm -hmm. in their room let's get into this um so i i may have mentioned on disclaimer disclaimer we are not not giving you guys any kind of professional advice absolutely not we're just letting you guys know how it worked out for us and what we did to get our sleep yeah get our sleep and stay sane because i mean the First couple months are crazy. Yeah. They're crazy. They're and, rough. Yeah. Yeah. And I sleep like... is a huge part in your postpartum care. Yeah. So for us, I may have mentioned on here in earlier episodes, I don't remember, but mm-hmm. so Jaden has had like everything under the sun to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. boy got a bassinet, he got a glider bassinet, mm-hmm. had his crib in his room, had a docketot. Had a little bassinet in the pack and play. It was like a pack and play a bassinet duo thing. Mm-hmm. Had a mamaru, like, yeah, had everything. So we brought Jaden home, and the idea was to put him in his sturdy bassinet. Like, but the moment we put him in it, he hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. So we tried the bassinet glider. He did not mind it. But because it was a little tilted mm-hmm. and we were we chose to swaddle him, um, it, it would like the swaddle would go a little bit over his uh, mouth. So mom wasn't okay yeah. with that. Yeah. I was like, this isn't so going to work. No go. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody offered to uh, lend us their, um, what's it called? The rock and, rock and play? Rockaroo? Rockaroo maybe? No, no, I think it's called something else. It's like been around a while, but apparently mm-hmm. they've been recalled. And so when I found out they were recalled, I was uh, like, oh, I'm, I'm not really comfortable yeah, with yeah. that. Um, but she still was. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was like, I'm so, this is what worked for yeah. my kid. I'm going to use it for mm-hmm. my next. And so that's that's fine with her, you know, with yeah. me for her to do that. I just didn't want to. And so um, ultimately what we ended up having to do just to, again, get some sleep was we started co-sleeping mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks in and we probably did it about a few weeks and I set him up in the bed where I, you know, pulled the blankets down. So he was just on the sheet. He was still swaddled. Um, I think I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was still swaddled. Yeah. Um, and then we had his boppy pillow, um, like around <laughs> his head again, not guarding like, him. Yeah. Guarding him. <laughs> and Chris and I, we have a King. So we're like, on the edges of the bed and we're just like asleep but not asleep like you know very much alert so we don't roll on top of him and so um yeah we did that for a little while oh and this is because uh Jaden went through like a phase where he was like sweating on 
everything. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, and, you know, pediatrician was just like, I, you know, he's probably just adjusting to temperature <laughs> and stuff. But anything I put him on. So, like, the little bassinet in his um, pack and play mm-hmm. would sweat on it. Mm-hmm. Dockatot would sweat on it. Just yeah. everything. I couldn't put him on anything. And so that was, like, the only way, like, he was fine. Well, eventually I started noticing he wasn't sweating on anything, but he still wasn't having like the bassinet. I think because he was so little, like the bassinet was just so like immense, big big for him. So he didn't like that. And so eventually I pulled, we pulled the Dakotot into the bed with Mm -hmm. us and started putting him in that. A Mm -hmm. little safer, again, not like 100% ideal for for us because I knew I didn't want this to be a long-term situation. Um, A lot of parents co-sleep and that's perfectly fine but i just didn't want that long term but again we did what worked for us mm-hmm. in the meantime do we had to do yeah to just get, <laughs> to some, get sleep. some sleep <laughs> and so eventually somebody suggested why don't you try putting the docatot in his bassinet mm-hmm. and so we tried that and sure enough that did the trick so yeah. it's just like it's funny like you're just having to like figure out like what how to set up his perfect yep, sleep haven you yeah. know and he finally got it i but i was to the point where i was looking into um uh, bed bassinets because they mm-hmm. actually make bassinets mm-hmm. that you can put like in the bed with you and that's supposed to be really safe as well yeah. um but we we ended up trying that and it worked and I knew eventually mm-hmm. I was going to have to transition him out of the Dockatot because yeah. he was growing out of it. And I was always worried about those transitions. But we ha- he handled them great and we always, you know, had something. Like we had yep. the, the magic Merlin suit to help with different transitions mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. too. So yeah. it all worked out, but we definitely did both. Like we co-slept when we had to, mm-hmm. but we I had the bassinet right next to my bed yeah. um, up until I think Seven months is when we transitioned him into his room. And I actually thought I was going to keep him in our room for a full year. I remember at around four (laughs) or five months thinking like, I don't think I could ever have him in his room. Like he needs to be in here forever. (laughs) (laughs) I am not ever putting him away from me. now that he's in the crib. I'm I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? I'm never going back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I remember. He's going straight to the crib. (laughs) Yep. Your, Your brother or sister. They're going to their room. Um, And I remember even when I put the bassinet on the other side of the room Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I was trying to transition myself and him to get him a little bit away from me. Um, The first night I did it, I was like, he's coming back over here. I'm not ready for this. (laughs) And then the next night. Which is okay. Yes. Which is okay. Yes. And the next night I tried again. Yeah. And it went a little bit better. Yeah. Um, And then around like seven months, we were on Christmas break and, you know, Chris and I talked about it and I told him all my what ifs and buts and this and that. And we just made the decision. Let's just try it. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. on vacation right now. This is probably the best time to do it. Yeah. And we did. And he, you know, he did very well. They surprise you. Always surprising me. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like, Mom, I got this. I'm a big kid. Exactly. I'm a big boy. Um but what about you? What were your what was your sleep situation like? um, Yeah, so our sleep situation was uh kind of similar um in in how it happened. Uh we did swaddle Mav early on, um, and he hated the bassinet. Like we tried the bassinet, he hated it. Um, like you, we had a few other options, but I mean for the most part I wasn't I didn't want to put him in a chair 
mm-hmm. overnight. You know, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah, we never tried the Mamaru for him yeah, to sleep not, in at night. Yeah, not the Mamaru. We had like no. a little swinger basket and we just, you know, we just, I just didn't want to do that. So we actually co-slept pretty early. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of him sleeping on our bed, we actually put him in the Dakotot. And, you know, that has like its little puffy walls mm-hmm. and it, it has like their own section. We actually put him in the docketot at the top of our bed, which is against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and we slept further to the bottom. So he was kind of like up at the top by himself, nobody next to him. And uh, we slept further down and we did that for a while. We did that for a while. Um, honestly, I wouldn't say that I'd change anything. And um, funny that you mentioned the bed bassinet. I actually didn't even know that they made those until we were transitioning him out Ow. of the bed. <laughs> You're like, dang it. Yeah, and which, you know, if and when, if we decide to have a second child, I will definitely invest in a bed bassinet. Um, having him next to me was, or having him very close in the bed was very easy for Brandon and I to comfort mm-hmm. him, for me to breastfeed mm-hmm. um, at that time. And it, it was just very easy for us. So I would not change him, be, yeah. change for a second child being in the bed. I would just do it a little bit different, yeah. you know, and getting the bed bassinet that has the higher walls, that has the cushion bedding, and it's set up just like a bassinet, but no legs. You just land on the yeah, bed. Yeah, you land on yeah. the bed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I would definitely do it again. Just do it a little bit differently. Sure. Um once he got a little bit older, we tried to transition him into the bassinet. He still wasn't having it. Um, we actually ended up putting him in the docketot in his pack and play. Okay. And so the pack and play that we have kind of has like um, that higher... It has like the higher level for mm-hmm. when they're smaller, and then it has the lower level once they're a little bit bigger. Um, and so he transitioned well. He was in the dock tot, and he started outgrowing the dock tot. So we had to transition him out of the dock tot, but we kept him in the pack and play sleeping. Mm-hmm. Now, once he started getting up on his knees, we had to lower the level. Um, and I would say that was probably like November, October, November ish, um, where he was sitting up on his knees. So you know, meaning he would, he could like look over it. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, I was kind of like, okay, no, that's not going to work. Um, so we moved the level down and we were putting him to sleep in the pack and play still, Mm -hmm. but on the lower level. And he would literally like stand up or not stand up. He wasn't standing yet, but he would smush his face against (laughs) the side of the net and wake us up in the morning, you know, <laughs> so and, and he would like be like, wow, what are you guys doing? Like, hurry, wake like wake up, you know, cause he was still in our room at that point. Um, so yeah, like a late November ish, early December ish, uh, around that time, we decided to transition him to the crib, um, from the pack and play. Yeah. And honestly, that was like the best thing ever. And I feel like I've said that before. Um, we, the first couple of days were a little bit rough. We did util- utilize the Ferber method, um, and we put him into his crib and I mean, it's been daisies since then like I'm glad that we transitioned him to the crib when we did um just because he was starting to recognize like oh mom and dad are still in the room I can wake him I can wake them up Mm -hmm. you know I'm up they can be up and you know he will self-play and be in the crib fine in his room looking at his you know mobile and playing um with the one teether we leave in the crib 
um, in the morning and that gives gives us an extra 45 minutes so um, you know the transition looked different and there were you know different things that we used in between transitioning mm-hmm. him from place yeah, to same. place but I mean ultimately like the, the every extra minute that you can get to sleep amen. counts <laughs> amen every extra minute and again like we try to do things as safe as possible Mm -hmm. you know as best we could but to stay sane and especially once Brandon went back to work yeah we had we had to figure out something yeah you know for sure um that's that's how it worked out for us so I I really think sleep is one of those one of those things like you got to figure out what works for you and your family Mm -hmm. um and and try to do it in the safest way possible definitely yeah agreed uh what's our third one canned or puree canned puree or homemade puree we can really get into this really get into this really get into this because (laughs) you're a mama you've probably seen Mm -hmm. the recent um news articles that have come out saying Big name brand food companies have been selling food. Which of course, knowingly, everybody uses. Yes, <laughs> knowingly having all these toxic metals in them. Yeah. So I, let's talk a little bit about how like you felt like let's how talk we about felt. What, we were, what we were doing prior to the okay. article. <laughs> Good idea. So prior before to before they this, tried to scare tactic us. Let's, yes. let's talk about what we were doing before. Prior to this. I was definitely a canned puree mom. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. I was going to do Same. that. Bef- when I was pregnant, I had no desire to make homemade purees. Kudos to you if you do that. Yes. But I just, I did not have that in me. I, yeah. I do breastfeed, um, but I, and that in itself is more than uh, enough. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have it in me to also make um, homemade purees. So. Yeah. I went the canned puree uh, method, and it's been great. He's been adjusting great to it. And then, uh, well, before we get into this article, do you want to share what you were doing? Uh, Yeah, so uh, same for me. I am doing purees, or was then, am now. Um, And Mav is starting to transition a little bit more to table foods at this point. But I had no, I, I had the desire to kind of dapple in making some baby mm-hmm. food have I done it no because I don't have time <laughs> um but don't get me wrong I had a Pinterest board of different stuff that I was like oh I might try that I'm, I might try to do this mm-hmm. you know so um yeah so I have ev- I had every intention of trying to do that but it's a lot of work it is it's, it's a lot of work to even begin to do you're, any of that you're meal prepping Meal prepping, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're meal prepping and, and storing your... it, and mm-hmm. you know, doing all that pre work. Which, I mean, any mom that does that, you, congratulations, because it's it's a lot of it's a lot of yeah. prep work. Hats off to you. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so we're doing the exact same thing, doing the purees, and you know, all stuff that got approved by our pre- pediatricians, mm-hmm. and um, doing the proper steps to do that, and you know, making sure we're feeding him the right stages at the right time, that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, we we're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. And then, so we, and I know we both use the same brand. We both use Beech Nut, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is great. Yeah. Um, I was recommended to me by two of my mom friends, two mm-hmm. of my very close mom friends. And so I went with it as well. Yeah. And then this I dabbled auto- in Gerber a little bit. Yeah. Like, just because I, 
I think Gerber's like probably one of the biggest brands. Oh, for sure. Right? Super popular. So you they hear that, a, you know. They have a lot of different flavors. And, uh, yes, so I remember dabbled, you telling me about like chicken soup bit. and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. that's cool. Beach Fan doesn't do chicken soup. <laughs> um, but then this article comes out, right? Yeah. And I remember seeing it and like my eyes just getting really big. Like, mm-hmm. what in the world? Like, I've been feeding Jaden this since. So what were your first thoughts? Like, um, my first thoughts were. Is my Thoughts child okay? Feelings, feelings. Too. Uh, I was, I was afraid. Yeah. I, yeah, admit, I was admittedly afraid. I was, mm-hmm. is he okay? Yeah. Is he, you know, do I need to have like, you know, a lead test on him? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted to know that he was okay. And so that was like my first like feeling. Then my first thought. I'm very practical, mm-hmm. right? So I'll be honest. My first thought wasn't like. I need to stop doing this and make homemade puree because I'm still yeah. like, I do not have time. So I'm like, practically like, what is okay. He eat? Yeah. I'm like, thank God he can still, you know, breastfeed. Yeah. But I'm like, what other options are there then? Yeah. Aside from making homemade food, because in my mind, like, that's a last option. Mm-hmm. That's a last resort for me. So what else can I do? What other options are there? And so I'm thinking, okay, like we got to start doing like more table foods because we've been very been dabbling in it and haven't had a ton of success he's done he's done well with some table foods but for the most part he's pretty much not Mm -hmm. interested yet Mm -hmm. um and so i've been trying to introduce more stuff to him to get him acclimated to that um and and since i've saw the article i've really like kind of not completely stuck because he had a few cans in there. So I would do like one a day as opposed to three a day. Because mm-hmm. um, they say, you know, try to. Because he really, he really likes the purees, right? He's yeah. like really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. loves them. Um, and so then I started researching other um, companies that weren't mentioned in this article. And yeah. so started uh, looking into Once Upon a Farm. Bought those. Yeah. And I'm at the point where, you know, like, obviously I want to do what's best for him. So, mm-hmm. like, if this is the brand that's best for him, still works for me because yeah. of the, you know, I don't have a desire to do the homemade puree. But um, I will say, big con, it takes up space in your fridge mm-hmm. because they are, like, known as, like, cold compressed purees. And supposedly, yeah. like, that's better. Um, they're a lot more um, fresh. And so we've been doing that. Um, but... Yeah, I, I do miss my beach nut. So he mm-hmm. has an appointment Monday with a pediatrician, and I do plan to talk to her about, like, what yeah. her thoughts are on the canned puree. Mm-hmm. Um, once I had time to, like, sit in it, it's like, okay, I felt, I thought through, like, what is, you yeah. know, what am I going to do? And then talking through to a couple of moms, including the girls who mm-hmm. use this brand too, I'm like, how are yeah. y'all feeling? Like, yeah. your kids are grown now. Yeah. You use this. How do you feel now? I remember that conversation with our, our mom squad, yeah. you know, like everybody, I, for the most part, like most people were kind of on the same, on the same fence, but everybody kind of... There's a practicality to it, right? Yeah. It's like, at the, so, you know, one of the one of my friends who, her daughter's like three or four now, so mm-hmm. definitely not using purees anymore, but she used this mm-hmm. and she said, my daughter's great. Like, yeah. and same with my other yeah. girlfriend, her, her kids are older now. She said, my kids are fine. And so yeah. at the end of the day, their thoughts were, one of them said, if this was a super serious issue, I feel like they'd immediately pull the stuff off mm-hmm. the shelves. Mm-hmm. And the other Just was. Just like how they do any other food yeah. source. Yeah. And the other uh, thought was, um, all foods have 
toxic metals and mm-hmm. like you yeah. like you're not going to get away from that it's yes. it's, it's an agricultural yes. issue it's an ingredient issue it's yeah. not like a baby food yeah. issue specifically and so um still wanted to lean towards the safer approach so that's why i went started doing getting the once upon a farm but i do still want to talk to my pd about it and get her yeah. thoughts on it because oh, sure. um that's the other thing i don't like about once upon a farm is i do feel like beach nut has a lot more flavors um mm. they also have like they do mix up some fruits and veggies but they mm-hmm. also have stuff that's just veggies and just fruits yeah. whereas once upon a farm it's like two fruits and a veggie mm-hmm. like pretty much everything and i feel weird like giving him beets in the morning like i know he doesn't know but i'm like this is weird like i don't know what a beet tastes like but uh i'm pretty sure it's not a breakfast I don't know item that's the first thing i want to eat in the morning <laughs> yeah so um but what about you like what where are you Same. at now with so, everything um so actually Matt had his nine month appointment uh this well how did you week. feel like when you first saw the oh, article how how i felt felt so, thoughts actions I... Man, I can't. I don't want to say I was scared. I was just kind of like, huh, this is annoying. <laughs> Why? I was just like, oh gosh, like it's always something, right? Yeah. Like it's always something. Something is not this. Something is not that for your child. So yeah. So I I, I feel like it was a little bit of frustration mm-hmm. um, because here we are trying to do what's best, and these these um. Uh, reporters or you know the these people of course they're doing research and they're trying to give people information right but then also i kind of feel like it's like scare tactics you know like Mm -hmm. a lot of people see that headline baby food is bad is poisoning your children (laughs) you know and and they don't read the rest of the articles and they don't get all the information and just throw that out there and that's the main thing they see and you know it, it it's it's like you're targeting a certain group which is moms who mm-hmm. have small babies or you know younger yeah. children new moms new moms <laughs> um and even you know old old moms who have other kids but you and know their kids are older too and they're like yeah what? yeah yeah and um you know in this especially in this time where covid is is a big deal so we're worrying about that now we got to worry about the food you know what it has in there you know so there's just i i felt frustration at yeah. first you know because i'm just like oh gosh like this is just another thing that i have to watch out for you know besides everything else that's yeah. going on um so yeah so th- that was my first thoughts um of course with our mom squad i know that that came up in a, in our conversation with everybody and I, I and honestly i kind of agreed with everyone uh, on how they felt i was just like oh yeah that makes sense like mm-hmm. oh you know practically like i had this child earlier and they grew up on that food and this is you know they're fine mm-hmm. just like you, what you were saying and then um, I know another mom was saying, well, you know, they would have taken it off the shelf. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of agreed with everybody. So, of course, um, I've expressed before that I'm super comfortable with our pediatrician. Yeah. She usually just gives it to me straight. And she's got like five kids. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to yeah, take I have advice. Your personal number so I can just yeah, text like, you. Yeah, I'm going to take advice from anybody. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to listen to this lady who has five kids. Yeah. <laughs> and then sees kids on a daily basis, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, so I asked her at Mav's nine-month appointment, you know, I I just kind of, like, 
brought it up. I was like, you know, this whole article about the baby food. I wonder how how often they're hearing that. Right what now. are your thoughts? And she she literally like put the laptop on her lap and like closed it because she was about to go in. Go basically, do it. let's get down to business. Let yeah, me tell you she how was I about what to I go think. in. So um, she was like, honestly. They put these articles out about every three to five years. And, and of she, course, it's like the time frame where we have new it, children. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, and unfortunately, she was like, they do these things to tar, you know, target certain groups. And of course, right now, we're in a, pol- a huge political mm-hmm. error. One of my friends said that. She was like, the article sounds kind of political to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, you know, so of course, like, that's that's part of it, along with COVID. And she said, honestly, I've seen this kind of thing so many times already. And it's not a baby food manufacturer problem. It's a U.S. agricultural yeah. problem. Um, which I was like. Okay, <laughs> like I, I, I feel like I, I literally like exhaled and felt relief. Because it's from like that. even if you decided to like grow your own vegetables and farm in mm-hmm. your backyard, mm-hmm. you'd still be dealing with the same. You'd stuff. still be dealing with it. Yeah, and and that's what she basically said. She said, you know, if you went home or you know if you went to H E B and you bought carrots and you peeled, steamed, and cooked them yourself, those are the same carrots that these baby food companies mm-hmm. use also. Yeah, you know. So she's like. There's there's no change in that. Um, she was like, now if you find that these um, that there's certain items that are getting recalled, and you're seeing them being pulled from the shelves, she's like, avoid those. She's like, if sweet potato gets recalled, she is like, avoid sweet potato across the board. Yeah. She's like, if you know there's certain parts that get taken off the shelves, she's like, that's what you need to watch for because. Hmm there's there's something going on there and yeah. it's not going to be just that one brand it's probably that one brand that caught it first but it's probably for everyone because yeah. everybody uses the same sources yeah um so that's you good know, advice yeah that gave me really good comfort in knowing and to to be completely honest you know i told i told her i was like you know mav actually eats a lot of table food so we're we're doing formula. We do table food. We still do purees because it's easy. You know, like mm-hmm. we can take purees with us and, and give them purees and we know we're okay. Um, so she's like, you know, it, as long as you're not, it, he's eating a variety of purees and not just one thing. She's like, then more than likely you're in the okay you know yeah I buy everything on the shelf for beach no when I restock yeah yeah and she was like because it's it you're probably gonna see more issues if any with children who are picky eaters Mm -hmm. like if they only eat broccoli you know and broccoli is marked as one of the higher I'm just giving you an example I don't know um but if that specific vegetable is marked as a higher content of whatever chemical Mm -hmm. just like that's what that child only will eat then more than likely they're gonna have a higher level of whatever it is in their body you know so she's like as long as he's eating a variety of these foods there's not one specific one that you guys feed him um then i wouldn't worry about it yeah she's you know just just keep doing what you're doing he's going to be transitioning out of it in a few months anyway um and and 
that's that's the end of it, you know? Like, don't let it cause more stress yeah. and anxiety than than it needs to. So I, I, I that gave me a lot of comfort. And like I said, she just tells it like it is. And I, I think she could have really, like, <laughs> gone into it all. But, um, again, it's just doing what you feel comfortable doing. And Brandon and I decided to still keep purees in our, in our cabinet. Yeah. Um, and just you know still we're still using beach nut and we still have a few gerber we do a few gerber kinds um but yeah we we're probably gonna start to give mav at least a little bit more table food to try and transition him Mm -hmm. um not quicker but you know to have to do a little less puree but we're still gonna utilize it we're not gonna avoid it we're just gonna you know we're just gonna keep a lookout for if anything does get recalled and yeah and go about it that way that's good yeah all I right. Think that's well, a, I think that's a really big one that people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was, especially right now. Yeah, especially right now. So. Well, as we're wrapping up our episode, we yeah. got our nobody told me's coming up. So speaking of table food, that is actually my nobody told me. So <laughs> I mentioned like we're trying to start to introduce Jaden to a little bit more table foods. Mm-hmm. Um And so my nobody told me is nobody told me that table food would be just as overwhelming as breastfeeding. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely in a different way, of course. But I think about when milk is no longer Jaden's source of nutrition Mm -hmm. and it stresses me out. Like we're trying to introduce, you know, foods. Are you eating enough? (laughs) Yeah. And he just wants nothing to do with it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And not only that aspect of it, but even just the preparation. Like I already mentioned, like the homemade puree. And so when I do cook, um, you know, when I do give him table food, Mm -hmm. you know, right now, because it's so new to him, we're not putting a lot of like introducing a lot of seasonings or different things. Mm -hmm. It's everything's kind of plain. So I literally feel like if if if, um, he gets anything of ours, it's like remembering to set some aside that's yeah. plain and if if there's nothing there you know maybe steaming some veggies or cooking like a scrambled egg or something but i feel like i'm prepping i'm making food for <laughs> two different people like i'm preparing two different meals yeah. and it's a lot it yeah, is it a is. lot it and is. so i think about like when oh my god when milk is no longer in the picture mm-hmm. like and he's eating more it's thinking like what is he really going to eat yeah. um you know chris and i we do eat out i do cook uh, you know i'm i'm okay i'm decent in the kitchen but we do eat out a lot for convenience and stuff and so just thinking through like what is he gonna eat oh my god yeah Yeah, when we're on the go and so um obviously like he's gonna be fed i know that Mm -hmm. i'm gonna make it work but just thinking about the um the shift that has to take place is it's a little bit overwhelming um to think about and yeah, the food that's getting wasted right now, like, oh, my God. Like, I swear, like, we just have eggs in the refrigerator just to play with. Like, they, <laughs> the egg gets thrown in the trash every day. Like, I cook it. He wants nothing to do with it. I throw it away. Um, so, yeah, it's a little it's a little stressful. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk to the pediatrician, you know, tomorrow or mm-hmm. Monday when we go and um, – ask her, you know, uh, just about that process and introducing foods to him, mm-hmm. introducing seasonings and flavors to him. Because yeah. some some people have told me like, you know, would you want plain food? Season it up for him. And I'm like, <laughs> I know that, but you know, new mom, I'm like, he's eight, he, like, he's nine months. Is that okay? Like, I don't know what's okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to her about it and hopefully walk out feeling some 
feeling a little bit better about yeah. introducing more foods to I him. think you will get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your nobody told me? So my nobody told me this week is uh, the fact that you will give up being comfortable in order for your child to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I say that because now, you know, Mav is kind of like a mover and shaker. And there's moments where he doesn't want to be held. And there are moments when he, like, wants to cuddle in, like, the weirdest Positions. Spots. Yeah, positions, spots. Like, um, he, for some reason, likes to cuddle into my armpit. <laughs> and I think it's like a, you know, like, we, we did use to breastfeed. So I, I think that's kind of just like a comfort for yeah. him but now I'm like okay Matt like you're you're kind of like he's a hefty kid like he's yeah pretty big so like he stretches all the way across me and it's so uncomfortable trying to like hold him but like hold him in a position where he's comfortable and I I mean I just realized that I will just suffer <laughs> I will just suffer if it gets him comfortable I will just take take that L and just take that L. <laughs> I'll take that L just to get them 30 minutes of sleep from him because, I mean, you just have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's just something nobody told me that you'll end up doing. And sometimes I don't even realize it, but um, I'll be like, oh, my back hurts from that. (laughs) And I'll realize it after the fact. But uh, yeah, you you will do what's needed for your child just for them to have a comfy little nap or just for them to be soothed and be sitting on your lap for 45 minutes and you can't pick up anything mm-hmm. and reach the remote or anything like that, um, you will do those things and make and, that sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's really what, you know, the heart of this episode is. It's yeah. just that you're going to do whatever is best for you and your child, whatever yeah. is safest, whatever is going to, you know, do the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We hope that you guys got something out of this episode. Yes. Um, we're going to be doing like a this or that interactive thing on our social media. So be on the lookout for that. And hopefully you guys participate. But we just want to thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to yes, another episode. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and review us. And you can follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Calling Over Chaos. And if you want to see what we're up to with our babies, our husbands, our yes. lives, you can follow our individual personal accounts at special underscore K210 and at ACBC Fit. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Love y'all.